and welcome to the GNA Podcast, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol, where we get drunk and uh, talk about stuff. I'd like to welcome my uh, my favorite co-hosts and good friends hanging out with me tonight. <laughs> I am your host, Cecil Xavier. We have a fun show tonight. We're, uh, we're actually going to kick into a couple of things that I love, man. I just friggin' love sci-fi, and I love... Some of the games that are coming out, especially Quadric Dream. Fuck, am I saying that right? Is it Quadric Dream? Quantic Dream? Ah, I pre-grained too much. Fuck it. Anyway, so uh, let me introduce the co-host I got here with me tonight. We are being joined by Blue Shark. Blue Shark, how you feeling, man? I um, I have to say, ladies and gentlemen, Gibbs makes some really good rules and always have a knife on you. Even though it's it's difficult when your hands are tied behind your back to get to your knife in your pocket, you eventually get it and you can untie yourself and ungag yourself and escape from whatever location your co-host has decided to uh, trap you within because you went out of control with the Twitter account. And that will teach you no longer to make ra- <laughs> rampant Twitter tweets that that just we we don't we don't support but i mean we support but we don't support but we had we had to punish you 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 know that we had to do that exactly and we're being joined by zyber blood how you feeling tonight zyber i'm feeling pretty good i'm just upset that blue shark squashed all the scorpions i know i mean those i mean we paid good money for those guys too right i mean you're down there in the basement all tied up and you know pretty looking with your your hidden bass tones behind the gag you didn't have to kill the scorpions. Sorry. I know. You killed Bob, man. Bob right. was a good scorpion. Wait, you named them? Of course we named yeah. them. Yeah. They're family. I, I, I feel slightly a little bit more worse. Just just a bit. Well, you should. And we're being joined by... Uh, we're actually... We got D back this week as well. Um, that that guy that you recommended hang out with us, uh, he, was, he was kind of an asshole. While he spoke quite nice, he, he was... Uh, he was an asshole. He really was. Uh, he was kind of a dick. So I thought he was a good fit. <laughs> <laughs> so the most important thing, of course, to every podcast that we hold, what is everybody drinking? So let's do it in reverse. D, I know you've been pre-graining a little bit. What are you drinking, dude? Well, right now I'm just kind of mellowing out with some Schmirnoff ice grape. Nothing wrong with that, man. We We pounded down cases of those in our youth yes yes we did uh, zyber what are you drinking man well i am drinking santa versus unicorn by uh pipeworks brewery that actually sounds pretty awesome um if you go to uh my instagram you can see the bottle that i'm about to show everybody uh my instagram is zyberblood um, just pop that in. It'll pop up. If you see one that pops up, that's Cyberblood, uh, hyphen, uh, Zyber Games. Still the same person. Still the same, you know, uh, Instagram. But check out this, uh, this freaking label, man. Oh, that's awesome. Is, is that like a Santa Claus? That is colorful. Yeah, Santa Claus is like body slamming a freaking unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me really want to go out and get that beer right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I mean, not to say that I don't really enjoy the beer I'm drinking, but man, that's that's impressive. Yeah, it's it's nice. It's really smooth. Um, I mean, has a pretty decent uh, uh, ABV for for an ale. It's a uh, rank it in at ten. 
Give me a flavor, man. What's this thing like? Um, I've been letting it, you know, simmer in a, the snifter. Dude, it's the only way to drink beer, man. It really is. I got to get a good set of sniffers here. Same here. It's very, um, very malty. Ooh, there's, um, uh, there's interest. Yeah. You could really taste the malt blends. Uh, and that's, that's really, really all I'm getting is like, I'm I'm drinking a bowl of oatmeal. <laughs> That's not bad. I mean, no, you could pair that with something. I mean, that could be a good yeah, breakfast I, beer. I was drinking it while eating my uh, General Tso's, and it was great. Ooh, Chinese. I just had orange chicken myself. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have put, like, a uh, an oatmeal-y beer with General Tso's, but, I mean, I guess it could work. I mean, why not? It, it went well with the spice in it. I mean, I I pretty much squeeze a huge glob of sriracha in it, anyways. <laughs> well, you you remember the old uh, you remember the old Red Dwarf yep. quote, right? Absolutely. Of course, lager, the only thing that can kill a good vindaloo. <laughs> yeah, it really helped balance out the spice of the food. So, Blue Shark, what are you drinking with us tonight, man? So, in my never-ending quest to try to bring as much of Florida onto this podcast as possible. Um, I went... Turn off his mic. Turn off his mic. <laughs> I went to a very, very far and distant store that's completely... Not, I'm shitting you. I went to Publix. It was close. Um, I made a lazy choice and not went to Total Wine to get beer. I went to Publix. Uh, but they had something. It's, uh, it's made by um, Diver Down. and Or, or is it Brew Hub? Brew Hub, sorry, they're um, they're in Lakeland, Florida, and it's called Diver Down. It's an Imperial Red Ale. It is eight percent alcohol per volume, um, and it's got no other descriptions as far as the IBUs. But I'd have to say it's not really like a bitter taste. So when you pour it, you get this nice reddish color. Um, let me see. I can probably for you guys. This doesn't really benefit. Anyone else? Because, you know, this is an audio podcast, but if I shine a little light through it, you can, guys can kind of see the, the red hue to it. Yeah. But um, it's uh, it doesn't have a lot of head when you pour it. It has a slight hoppy taste to it, but I'd have to say uh, smooth. And um, it's kind of like... It's leaning towards an IPA and a stout, I want to say. At least that's where my mind goes. I'm on, only I'm on my second can of the six-pack. I tried it the other day, but it's got like... It says it's got like an impressive amount of hops in it, but I really don't taste like the bitterness of the hops. I don't know if that's characteristic of an IPA is that it's got a lot of hops, so it's bitter, but it's... It's mellow in that sense that it's not like it's probably like very low on the IBU scale. And um, I did after I had barbecue for dinner and uh, it pairs well. Very nice. Well, I myself am drinking and I believe this is a beer that uh, Zyra Blood has thrown at me. Um, I am drinking a Dogfish Head Liquid Truth Serum IPA. Yes. Um, this was in the care package that Zyberblood got to me when I went up and visited him. Yep. Uh, it's, it's actually light on the alcohol. It's a 6.8 by volume. 
Uh, I don't see an IBU listed on here. Is that the... No, never mind. But... Uh, all right, all right. I know which one you're doing now. Yep. Yeah, so again, for an audio podcast, what I'm showing everybody isn't really that handy, but I will take a picture of it and I'll post it out on Twitter and Facebook just so people can see it if they so desire. But it's got a cool cool logo on it. It's uh, it's like an eye inside of a, a stage with a, a stage hand pointing at a bottle and then a whole bunch of hops like performing. It's actually it's an interesting label. Um, Flavor-wise... You know what? I'm going to say it's probably not my favorite IPA by uh, by Dogfish Head. It's still pretty good. It's really hoppy, but it's got a very gnarly, I guess is the way to describe it, aftertaste. This is definitely an IPA you want to eat with something. Like, uh, sorry, something you want to eat while drinking this IPA. Um, it would probably pair really, really well with some sort of... Uh, like sweet meat, like a, like a barbecue meat, maybe some pulled pork or pulled chicken. You probably pair really, really well with that. Um, or any real salty snack. Maybe if you had some scratchings or, uh, you know, maybe some blood pudding or something like that. Really would go good with the saltiness. Um, really, really pair well with that. I would recommend it, but I would recommend it only if you were eating something with it. Uh, when I was drinking those by the, the pack... I was eating salted nuts. Yeah. Yeah, they would go really good with some salted nuts. And pretzels. Yeah, some salty snack I think would offset the uh, kind of gnarly aftertaste of it. It'd probably bring out more of the sweetness in there. Because you can taste, like as you drink it, you can get that flavor that there's some sort of sweetness behind there. But I think it would really need something to bring it out. And I think a salty snack would do that. All right, so next portion of the show, which we've been trying to kick into, and we're trying to we're trying to make it a regular part of the show, is um, we're calling it state of the games. Uh, basically, it's what people are playing, how they feel the state of games are today, what they're looking forward to. So let's just go around the room here, and uh, let's start off with Zyberblood. Zyberblood, give me a state of games today. What are you playing? What are you looking forward to? I... How do you think things are? I've uh, been diving back into um, Fallout 4 on PC. I recently uh, picked it up probably about two weeks ago uh, because I want to try out some of the um, PC mods. Nice. I tried out the ones that I have for PS4. All right, you know, they're they're fine, but they're not as flexible as what PC would be. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm pushing the game to its breaking points. I, I found some combinations of mods that sort of glitched the game out considerably. <laughs> so I had to start the game all over again. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. Are you playing at 4K? I um I am playing at its highest settings. Whatever that is. Yeah, I have no clue. But yeah, um if I had a VR rig, I'd get it for VR. See now, but, like VR is one of those things that I'm just—I don't know—I'm just—I'm um, hesitant about about jumping down the VR path because I, I did VR like way forever. You remember when they had it in the uh, in the Wilton? Mall? Actually, no, sorry, it was the old Saratoga Mall. Crossgates. No, you no, they brought it to the. It was the old Saratoga Mall. They had it there for. It was it was like a week or two. 
Wasn't that the like uh, green VR images and there were actually like four colors? <laughs> yeah, it, it was. If I had to describe it, it'd probably be somewhere equivalent to like Lawnmower Man. Yep. Yeah. It, it actually it was it was a gyro shoot. It was a, it was a flying simulator. Basically, you you were playing as Superman, I guess, but they couldn't call it Superman. But they threw you in this suit. Sorry, I tr- I tried on some uh, VR, and it's it's a lot better than back then. Those are the days of like Virtual Boy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was that was that was back in the day where things really hurt. But uh, <laughs> I can remember strapping into that suit and then throwing me around, and I got horrible, horrible vertigo. I mean, to the point where I actually I think I had 15 minutes in there, and I stopped him after about seven or something like that. I was like, no, you gotta get me out of here. I'm a uke. Absolutely understandable. But yeah, I mean, as far as what I'm redoing with this game, I like it. I like how like some of the mods that I have been adding in are really polishing NPCs, the scenery, the towns, um, and in some cases, backwards engineering the like nuclear destruction. <laughs> nice. Um as for like i don't know hopefuls we're we're going to get into one of my hopefuls in a little bit so i'll hold off all right all right what about you blue what uh how do you feel state of games are today um well this is the this is the annoying part about um getting old um i'm finding that i have less <laughs> and less time to play because it's it's you know, like I, I'm in a long distance relationship, so um, there's a little preview into my uh, my personal life, and it it takes up my weekends sometimes, but um, it also um, means that I don't have, you know, I don't have that that game time because I, I'm not dating a gamer girl. I'm, uh, I mean, I'm not upset about that or by any stretch of the imagination. So. That and then like, you know, work and, you know, I got to pay bills and finding time to do stuff like play is not, it's not there. So I'm currently right now playing Monster Hunter World and um, my buddy bought the game for um, me and a friend. And I, I kind of like what they're doing with this, but I stopped playing destiny i have not uh i played the division for a bit and then this came out and you know like so i you know it's pretty much i'm kind of stuck on the stuff that um my some of my good friends play so i've been kind of restricting myself to this um and i i just i really want more time to play but if i had to say um what I really am looking forward to and, uh, you know, can't wait to get my hands on it was actually be Kingdom Hearts. Um, and that's partially because I'm quite certain that um, the girlfriend will love that because she's a huge Disney fan. Dude, King <laughs> everybody Hearts. loves that series. Yeah, King, Kingdom Hearts, everybody can get into. Yeah, and that, you know, I'm looking forward to that. And, and I mean, I liked the last Final Fantasy game. Um, so I, I'm hopeful that it'll be something kind of like that. Um, 
coming out of you know that studio that's making it but uh destiny just they don't have me um i don't know whether it's because more of more things have come out or they've they failed um to maintain interest but destiny and the division just don't have like me right now yeah destiny 2 unfortunately um they just didn't nail the mark they uh they lost the steam that they had with Destiny 1. Now, Destiny 1 was losing steam, but they lost a lot of their steam after they went to Destiny 2. It was really great, but it was great for a short period of time. And that's the unfortunate part is because it had a lot of potential. It, it could have gone a cool bunch of ways, but, uh, you know, is what it is. Thankfully, there's more games out there, and maybe, maybe Bungie will do something to bring people back. Who knows? Well... Well, at least there's a story. <laughs> there is a story. <laughs> That's you know what you're right. There is a story. Yeah, and the, and the nice thing is is that maybe this is why I'm not hesitant to say that it's you know Destiny's really fucked up because maybe it's just there's just more better things out there right now and just Destiny just on, goes back on the shelf for now. Well, Until it gets to be interesting. There's newer things, too. There, there's newer flavors. Destiny is, uh, you know, while Destiny 2 came out, it felt like a lot of the old with a little bit of an update. It didn't feel enough new to really warrant jumping back in. Yeah. Not not as much as we've jumped back in um, like we did with Destiny 1. Like, that, that took thousands of hours from many friends. Yeah, I mean, I I think I've got I I've, I've got a silly number of hours in Destiny One. I think I've said it before, but yeah, you know, I I don't have I don't think I have a tenth of that in Destiny Two. But you know, it is what it is. What about you, yeah. D? State of games, man. How you feeling? Well, the last big uh, that big uh, electronics convention, they showed some really neat stuff. Uh, they're coming out with some new uh, like high end. Um, components for say the uh like cables and, and and accessories for stuff like dreamcast sega genesis they're coming out with basically like it looks just like the original but there'll be wireless controllers that are high end they're coming up with a whole bunch of new stuff so they're really like digging into the retro stuff you get a lot of indie companies making some good um you know, new new games for like the super nintendo and other systems putting them on the original carts and hardware and everything so uh, it's kind of cool yeah. That we got a kind of revitalized interest in in the in not just nostalgia, like a lot of people that I'm friends with working, their kids, you know, they have teenage kids and they're getting into collecting the retro now. Well, that's that's the thing. Like, you know, being a dad, you got to really look out for what your kids can play. And I know uh, I know Stainsby had mentioned this. I think over in TPC podcast uh, podcast channel, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna steal the the question anyways, but. He was uh, he was actually really asking how does he cope with, you know, his uh, I think it was his sister or maybe it was his niece or something, uh, playing games like Mortal Kombat X and uh, and Grand Theft Auto Five, you know, just games that nowadays they're they're super they're hyper realistic almost. But what age are we talking about too? I mean, there's a big difference between like us as, as, seven. as later teens or seven. Seven, I believe, was the number. As a parent, I, I, I wouldn't. I mean, uh, right now, uh, I was actually a little while ago playing uh, 
the original Super Mario Brothers on the NES with my daughter. She's six. She's not playing anything violent. Uh, the the closest she gets to anything is is uh, Minecraft. I I beg to differ. Jumping on Goomba's heads and Turtle Duck's heads, that's pretty violent. Yeah, that is pretty pretty violent, dude. Very very violent. You have failed. They don't count as real people. (laughs) Goomba lives matter. (laughs) Oh, and and duck hunt because I I finally got a CRT in the house. Nice. That dog. That dog. Oh come on! Everybody knows that you shot that damn dog. It's going down. Yep. The problem is, is that you could shoot all you want. He still laughs. I almost want to make an indie, like, just rework, make a new duck hunt where you can actually shoot and kill that duck. But there's there's the question. I mean, how do you cope with with younger kids now? I mean, when we were growing up, all we had was Nintendo and then Super Nintendo and Genesis. And, you know, yeah, you had Mortal Kombat on Sega Genesis, but you didn't. Yeah. I mean, come on. When you ripped off Johnny Cage's head, it, it, it was, you know, you, you know that it wasn't real. And even those people that were like, oh, my God, I'm playing a game where I ripped somebody's head off, so I went and shot up a whole mall. Well, you no, you didn't. You went up and shot up a mall because you were fucked in the head. You didn't shoot up a mall because you were playing Mortal Kombat. I mean, maybe Mortal Kombat pushed you over that edge a little, but you were already there. It was a matter of time. I don't know. That's That's a stretch right there, too, in my opinion. Saying that a game pushed you to the edge. Well, I guess I could see a game like if if you're if you're close enough to that edge and there's enough to trigger you, I could understand a game triggering you. But saying that it was solely the game's fault that that's why you went psychotic and killed fifteen people and raped a dog, uh, <laughs> no, no, I I'm sorry, you were already predestined to bang that dog in the ass. That was already going to happen. I was actually talking just in conversation with somebody that was a child psychologist. Please tell me not about banging dogs in the ass, because that would be really, really apropos for the whole conversation right now. It would be, but no, he actually agreed. If anything, playing a lot of those violent video games will actually can tend to stave off because you're kind of you're you're kind of uh, venting and getting out some of those violent frustrations. If anything, it could delay the violent outburst rather than actually bring upon you know murdering and. Going on a rampage. Yes. I agree with that because it's like when I get frustrated like playing a video game like where I, you know, like I get to conquer something like gives me a sense of accomplishment and helps mellow me out. I'm not saying that I have like murderous tendencies, but I mean like when you feel like you're screwing up on a lot of stuff then you can pick this up and get something done. It's like, yes, you know. Well, that was uh, that was also growing up too, though. I mean, I, ca- I can't say that... Uh... You know, I, I can't say for anything, anybody else, but I know that when I was growing up, video games were an immense outlet. You know, just just jumping in, just being able to jump into a game. Like people who read books. Like I wasn't a strong reader. I still, I still am not a strong reader, and I freely admit that. I have, you know, I have no shame or anything in that. I'm not a strong reader. I work on it every day. Um, but not being a strong reader, it was weird playing a video game. I could read the little blurbs that came up on the screen so fast that my wife would like sit there and watch me play video games long ago and she would try to read the same things that were coming up on the screen and I would blast past them because I already read them and she'd go hey could you slow down because I want to read that I'm like you read faster than I do how are you not reading this she's like because you're reading them super quick like ah 
No, I'm not. I'm reading them like a mentally handicapped person reads them. Super slow. But that was a cool thing, like, for me, was that, was that escape. You know, if I, if I was a strong reader, I, I figured you'd get the same escape out of reading a book. Um, you do. You do. I, I, I'm an av- I was an avid reader. We don't have as much time anymore. Well, yeah, I mean, the books that I did read, I always found that escape in, but it always took, you know, it would take me, for instance, The Hobbit. How long did it take you to read The Hobbit? Uh, about three months. Okay, so me and Zyber are on par then. But like D, how three long days. did it take you to read? Yeah, okay, three days. Literally a few days. Yeah, so three days. I read books almost that long, like in a single day. Yeah, the only books that I found that I could read that quickly were, um, it was a it was a set of books. It was called, uh, it was actually three different books. It was Alien vs. Predator, uh, I think the original one called Prey. Then it was uh, Predator Concrete Jungle. And Alien versus Predator, I think, not War, A Hunter's Planet. Oh, I'm impressed. I thought it was going to be picture books. No, 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 no. Those, uh, <laughs> the pop, well, they they were pop up books, but they were like three thousand page pop up books. <laughs> but I read through those like it was weird. I was over in England, and I sat down and I, I read through, I think, all three of those books in about four days, and that's the fastest I've ever read in my entire life. And I'm just ta- I'm just chalking it up to like maybe English air or maybe the vast amount of cocaine I had in my system. I'm not 100 percent sure. On reading, uh, I didn't start reading more until I found the Dragonlance books. Oh, Dragonlance, man! Yeah, I like those. Actually, I think uh, I think even Lace got into Dragons or Lex got into uh, Dragonlance. I think I still have a few of those. They're good. Yeah, I have one book left. <laughs> Well, let's say my state of games as of current is uh, is actually pretty simple. I have not been playing all that much. I have been balls deep in the schoolwork, but I am playing a game right now that um, I'm going to get the title of it so I don't uh, screw it up. The Incredible Adventures of Van Helsing. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, I, ju- I jumped on and I'm just playing it. I'm I, I probably I'm just barely past the intro currently, but uh, it's. It's it's actually a pretty decent Diablo clone. Yeah, I I just have one suggestion for you. Grind a bit. Oh yeah. Seriously, I'm stuck because I didn't grind enough. To yeah, get I'm, to where I'm I sticking am. around in an area and I'm just grinding away. But yeah, it's uh, I would put it on par with somewhere between Diablo one and Diablo two gameplay. Um, it's it's pretty good. It's got some nice elements to it, but uh, it's definitely it, it definitely could use some more polish. Maybe once I get farther in the game, it'll get better, but it definitely could use some more polish. Sounds like an indie. Is it like just an indie game? I don't know. It's uh, it's actually on Xbox that uh, my my good uh, friend Zyber here had linked to his account, so I'm I'm playing yep. it. Yeah, nice. Uh, other games I'm playing is um, there's some really really fun ones on Steam that I've been checking out. Uh, of course, Friday the Thirteenth, because I, I don't. I think I'll always be playing Friday the Thirteenth. But I've been playing a little bit of Borderlands with Blue Shark, and in fact, we got to get that back up there. Yes, we do. Got to f- find time. I've also been playing a little, little more Tarkov. Uh, rumor is that they've got a reset coming that's going to put everybody back to zero, which is actually good for me because then I can jump in there and possibly contend. Because then I'm running in and everybody's not equipped with a bunch of stuff instead of. Everybody being equipped with everything. 
Um, and I've been playing this game called Eco that Damoc actually turned me on to. I was checking it. I was under my uh, suggested things on Steam. How is that? It looks really neat. You know, I'm, I'm actually super excited. It's an early access on Steam right now, and I'm really excited about it. I got to say, I'm not as excited as Damoc, but I am pretty excited. Uh, the only problem I have with it is that I think to really maximize the... What's the word I'm looking for? Je ne sais quoi? No, I don't even know what the fuck that means. I just said it because I wanted to say it. Uh, the maximize the, I guess the experience in the game, you really got to have like five or six people or, or five plus people in the game. Uh, it's fun. It's interesting. It's like a Minecraft, uh, but it's got more elements in it. Like it's got pollution. It's got, uh, it's got effects of extinction and deforestation. So if you chop down all the trees in an area, all of a sudden, that area starts to become barren. You know, like plants don't grow there very well. Or... Like desertification. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. And once you start getting industry going, you create pollution. Um, you know, when you start off the match or when you start off the world, let's say there's 10 rabbits. I'm using this example right from Damoc, actually. Let's say there's 10 rabbits in the world. Well, there's 10 rabbits in the world, and that's it. So if you don't touch them, they'll multiply and then you can kill them, and then you can make food out of them and whatnot. But if you don't touch them, they'll eventually breed to the point of they're killing the planet. So you got to have, like, population control in there. Wow. It's it's an interesting game. That's some mechanic right there. Yeah, it's, it's really well put together. Supposedly, and i got to look into this. I haven't verified it myself, but supposedly it was written for, like, school-age kids to really start getting an understanding of how the world works and how pollution affects it and how deforestation affects it and stuff like that. Uh, it's rough right now. The best way to describe that is it is rough right now. It's got a lot more polishing that needs to happen to it. It's got a lot more balancing that needs to happen to it. But it's got a super amount of potential. Well, you know what's pretty funny? If you take a current um, thought in theoretical physics that there's an infinite number of universes... There is a universe where the planet has ended because of too many bunnies. Yeah. That is one. Well, there's also a universe where you actually pressed the button and killed everyone. That is an interesting universe. Well, there's 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 more than one. Yeah, like uh, the one where like he has that BM that destroys the world. There is that. And your dad's dad's shaking his fist in there saying, You're never shitting here again. Yeah, and I've been playing. Uh, I've been playing that. And, um, there's one other one. I just had it a second ago. My brain just dumped. That uh, skyline thing or the city? Oh, skylines! Thank you. That was it. I'm like, fuck! I was. I I, I played this thing when I was a kid. Uh, cities, skyline, um, Sim City clone. I just got that. Very well polished. I gotta say, I I jumped into it and very well polished. Very unforgiving, too. Like you jump into it and you try to play and it is. It's brutal. Like, it doesn't allow you to screw up that much unless you turn it down to really super super easy. I uh, had a few humble um, expansions for it, so I got it last night. I can't wait to try it out. It went on sale, so I had some expansions myself, yep. and I said, you know what? I guess it's time to drop some dough on this. It was like under eight bucks. One of the things that uh, I definitely am looking forward to, and I think that's our next topic is um, 
Well, Zyberblood, why don't I let you introduce this one? Because I know I know you're pretty excited about it. Yes. Um, ever since uh, it was announced at uh, E3 um, that it was slated for this year, I've been trying to keep up with all the information on it. But it still seems like um, they have a few things they want to work out. But what they're working out is making the game look even better. And that's Detroit becoming human. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. This this game, the graphics in it are, are phenomenal. I love the textures. Absolutely love the textures. Um, the story in it, it actually caused me to have a few emotional moments like listening to the trailer well let's take a quick step back for a second it's brought to you by quantic dream um, yes and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna double check and make sure i'm saying that correctly quantic dream same people who brought you heavy rain so if you've uh if you're unfamiliar with heavy rain heavy rain is a crime drama of a game and the best way I can describe that is it's kind of a choose-your-own-adventure with a whole lot of causality. So cause and effect, whatever you do affects what happens later on. It was a fantastic game. It, it Honestly, it's one of my favorites, um, especially for cinematic storytelling. And Hideo Kojima really has cinematic storytelling hands down to me. But Quantic Dream, they really bring up... Uh, a, a really tight second place. Yeah, Heavy Rain, I have not gotten a chance to play whatsoever yet. I keep on hearing you guys talk about it every once in a while when we're, you know, shooting the shit or we have some Australian friends on the show. Um, this is a travesty, my friend. You have <laughs> to play Heavy Rain. You, you have to take some time out and play Heavy Rain because that's, that's how good this is. Um, All right. And it, even graphically, it holds up to today. Yeah, that causality they added into Detroit. So every decision you make while you're like doing something and it asks you, hey, how do you want to handle this? It causes that it uh, makes the outcome either in your favor or out of your favor. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm really, really interested in seeing this game come out. Um, I did have it pre-ordered through Dell until uh, a push to the date and they refunded my money. <laughs> well, Quantic Dream has, when I saw the trailers, and this was just my take on it, Yep, Quantic Dream had a very um, Asimov feel to it. You know, I, I feel like the, uh, you know, the, the basic rules for robotics come into play and breaking yeah, that's a good way come to into play. It. So, uh, if if you've ever heard, I mean, shit. If you ever talked to Remy for any length of time, he's a huge as Isaac Asimov fan, and he actually turned me on to them. And as I said again, I am not a strong reader, so I have not gotten through all of them. But my goal is, once I hit my master's degree, I'm gonna start reading Asimov stuff from beginning right to end because I want to be, I, I I wanna, I want to experience that. Yeah, I used to read his books too. I've never even heard of him. Isaac Asimov, iRobot. Oh, iRobot. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. the three laws. Yep. Yeah, that that's Asimov. Okay. Granted, Will Smith did an okay job in that. I mean, really, the movie was okay. It was okay. 
it wasn't great. It, it was okay. Um, it, it gave you enough of the story to really kind of whet your appetite for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, Asimov stuff is definitely something you want to read. Definitely something I want to read. Uh, kind of like the token to like the fantasy genre. As Asimov was like kind of like the cornerstone of the sci-fi genre. Yeah, I would put I would put Asimov. I mean, Asimov had so much influence on on so many things. I mean, like the Matrix. There's so much Asimov influence in the Matrix. It's it's not funny. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, it's it's really like, whoa, you ripped that right off. Um, Detroit. Uh, that sh- that uh game makes me think of a TV show also that I just recently finished. Uh, I think it was two seasons that were available. Which is uh, humans? I mean, the these androids uh, be, want to become human and you know not slaves, tools. They gain that uh, consciousness, um, like uh, you know, able to pass the Turing test without like batting an eye of exposing themselves as like a synthetic being that that reminds me of actually two shows that i want to bring up did you do you guys ever remember the uh the show being human yes Mm -hmm. so it had carl urban in it and it was a cop who i think he had i think it was a robotic leg it's a robotic something i can't remember what it was but it was a robotic something um and he was adjacent to a a robot. It was. It was a complete. He was. He was a complete robot. It wasn't like a cyborg or anything. It was a complete robot, on off switch the whole nine yards. Um, and I think there was one season of it, which was really, it was disappointing because I got into it. But then again, I'm a I'm a Carl Urban fan, so kind of his fanboy. It's weird. I stalk him and stuff too. If you're listening to this dude, don't worry about that guy in your bushes. It's not a paparazzi. I'm just trying to get a lock of your hair. It's, it's cool. It's it's totally normal. Uh, but being human was was that same you know he was a robot and his whole whole programming was to you know serve and protect uh but there was this relationship that he built with his human partner that really made the show i thought and the the second show oh crap my brain just melted again i got so i I got so carl urban fanboy over here (laughs) and I, i just completely brain blitzed on it um, shit. Well, it'll come to me probably at the end of the podcast when there's no relevance to it whatsoever. Right, right. Tomorrow when he's editing the <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and I'll just, I'll press record and just pop it in there and just get rid of this really awkward, I don't remember what the hell I'm talking about. I didn't really forget. <laughs> I love Post, don't you? Oh, yeah. Uh, but there's also, there's also some great movies out there that have, it's really weird, like, I've, I've read one Westworld. of Asimov's books. And I've just seen so much of the influence out there just from yeah. one book. I mean, any of the major robotic sci-fi stuff that you see out there. Oh, I remember what it was. Haha, I did remember it. It's called Dark Matter. You guys remember the movie, the show Dark Matter? Yes, Dark Matter. Excellent show. So the android in that is just a straight-up android. Yep. And then all of a sudden they get this android meets other androids that want to break out of being androids. Um, 
gives them like a personality Absolutely. chip or an emotional chip or some shit like that. Emotion Not like Data's emotion. Yeah, but it wasn't like Data emotional chip from nope. Star Trek: The Next Generation. It was like a full on, you let your hair down. I want to bone this android. Right, giving chip. you an ability to actually cry if you wanted to cry. Yeah, yeah. So Dark Matter had an android in there that they flipped back and forth, but it was. It's super interesting to watch that show because the android in that serves that same those same basic rules of I won't harm a human. It's just it's it was really cool how you can see those parallels from from that stuff. That android made me throw back to the android from Andromeda. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I completely forgot about them that show Andromeda. Kevin Sorbo. Yeah. Hercules. That was a good one. But like movie wise, there's the uh, the movie X. I'm probably not going to say this right, but uh, Ex Machina. No, I think that's right. That show yes. was badass too. Having that dude. Sorry if it's a spoiler to you, and you haven't seen it yet. But having that dude come, giving the android the Turing test. <laughs> well, yeah, they made uh, what was it? Appleseed Ex Machina, the one that came afterwards. That was more of an updated one. No, uh. Ex Machina is a live-action movie. Appleseed is an anime. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Ex Machina. Wait a minute. How old is Ex Machina? Uh, it's like two or three years. No, probably three years old. I know that one now. That's the one with the girl's face yep. where she's got her. Okay. I never actually yeah. saw that. Damn it. I got to go watch that now. It's a great. It's a brilliant movie. Yeah. Ap- Appleseed is from like decades ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like, when you said Ex Machina, I'm thinking, like, yeah, Appleseed. That's why I'm like, yeah, I'm totally with you. I'm like, I don't remember a Turing test in that one. And I really don't remember any robots in that one either. I remember some mech suits, but, man, it am I really that It may be time drunk? to give Cecil a Turing test. It might be. <laughs> I, I might not be human. Granted, I could be like Bender. I'm just using alcohol to lubricate the system. Yeah, you are. <laughs> if, if you uh, burp fire, then we know you're Bender. Well, you can all kiss my shiny metal ass. Ah, shit. Gotta cheese it. Well, there's also some other great... Um, there's also some other great movies that out there that have robots in them that, that kind of go in that same vein of, of where Detroit's going. But if you yes. want to go, like, major sci-fi, uh, one of the ones that I know Zyberlove was talking about earlier yep. uh, was Battlestar Galactica, the remake of it. Yes. Uh, the Cylons in it. I really thought that, and personally, I thought the way that they bred in those Cylons to make them look virtually human, but also have like emotion. They, they, it's almost like they, they went outside. They broke the mold type of thing. Right, and they still had the um, trash can Cylons also, which was great. Yeah, yeah, they still the you know red ones going back and forth. I bet you cats would love them. Oh God. Yeah, they, those poor Cylons. <laughs> They'd be covered in cat scratches and fecal matter. That's all that would happen. <laughs> and, they'd, and they'd get pushed off the edge of the asteroid. <laughs> so going back to Detroit becoming human, what do you think about the fact that this looks like a a really long uh, game? Like I want to say this looks like a at least a 100-hour game. Because like... The, the, you can make so many different decisions. I'm fine with that. You get what you you get your money's worth. I'm fine with that. Um, as long as you're not stuck as one character uh, for that entire time. If you can play every character that has awoken 
I'm sorry, I got distracted by Ste- by uh, Cecil tonguing his his uh, filter. <laughs> but yeah, as long as you can. Uh... Yeah, I may be very drunk right now. What was that? I may be very drunk right now. That's all right. It's good. Um, but yeah, as long as you could play as each of those Awoken characters and not Destiny Awoken, but you know these synthetics awoken that are wanting to be human see my only problem with quantic dreams actually my only problem with a lot of those games that have multiple endings like that same thing it goes all the way back to games like chrono trigger is that when i finish the game whatever ending i get the first time through that's the ending in my mind nothing will change that like, a great, for instance, is in Heavy Rain, Quantic Dreams, you know, the, the big one that Quantic, everybody remembers Quantic Dream for. Uh, at, at the very, very end, and spoiler alert, if you don't want to hear this, start flashing forward. At the very, very end of it, um, there's a spot where one of the main characters saves the person that they're looking for, but they have the option of walking out of these doors and there's a whole bunch of cops outside. And... If you make the decision to actually walk out of the door and you don't do something right, those cops gun you down. I mean, just wreck you. And you've worked with this character all the way up through this whole game. And you're like, oh, my God, this dude just died. And now, like, his entire family is without him forever. (laughs) Like, I got all the way to the end of the goddamn game. I got so vested in these characters and then all of a sudden that dude dies and, and I'm, I'm, I was, I was physically angry. Like I was shaking angry at what just happened. And when I actually found the, the killer, I didn't hesitate. I fought the fucker and I threw him into like this meat grinder thing. I was like, no, no, you just made bad things happen to this person that I really liked. You're dead now. So, man, it's almost <laughs> like, it's almost like. Quantic Dreams talked with George R. R. Martin. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, so that's the only thing I'm, I'm afraid about with Detroit is that it's going to have, you know, 300 different endings. But whatever ending I get in the first place, that's going to be the one that I'm like, no, that's the ending of the game now. That's canon for me. That That's it. What if when you're doing these 300 different endings, it's an ending for each character that you play? Like, once you... You play as, like, say, um, uh, I think one of the characters' name is, like, Anna or something like that. Once you play as her, her ending leads you to the next character and the next character, so forth and so on. Well, I'm fine with that. The only thing that I'll have a problem with is that, like, for instance, if you screw... Okay, so another great example, Mass Effect. You guys played Mass Effect, right? Only the first one. Haven't completed it. Okay, so Mass Effect, stuff that you did in Mass Effect 1 affected what happened in Mass Effect 2. Likewise, Mm -hmm. stuff that happened in Mass Effect 2 affected what happened in Mass Effect 3. Again, spoiler alert, skip forward if you don't want to hear this. There's a spot where you have an option to save an entire race and commit genocide on another race. So there is basically... One thing that if you didn't do in Mass Effect 2 means you can't save both of these races in Mass Effect 3. And 
the way you look at it, it's like, well, no, this should happen. You should be able to save both of these races. But if you fuck up, literally, you can only save one of these races. You have to commit genocide. I'm not, okay, so I got all the way through up to this point, and there was only about 20 or 30 minutes left in Mass Effect 3 when I did this. I got all the way up to this point, and I said, no, fuck that noise. I'm not letting that happen. I stopped what I was doing, erased my game, went back to Mass Effect 2. actually bought it again because I already traded it in. Bought Mass Effect 2 off the PlayStation Store, played through it, and made sure I did that one thing that at the time seemed completely trivial. But I did that one thing so that I could save both races of Mass Effect 3. I literally played through an entire game, actually both games, again just to save those two because I was like no if I do this if I end this game committing genocide that is going to be how the game ends in my head I committed genocide hint hint to all those developers that want to use Cecil as a uh, tester give all shitty endings and hints that you can actually have a good ending yeah (laughs) fuck that noise (laughs) I see where you're getting at so like you and I kind of see where Zyber's coming so let's say Let's say there are 20 different androids you can play as. So there's like, let's say there's 10 hours of gameplay for each android or five. If one android, like um, the YouTube video that we that I watched, I watched it briefly, there's this guy and he's really broken down. Like his, his wife left yep. him with his daughter and he gets angry and he flips this table out and this girl runs upstairs. And he's like, you come back here. And he looks at the android and says, you stay right there. Like, don't interfere, stay the hell out of this. So at that point, like, to me, like, I, I stopped the video, but that point to me says, okay, so I'm the android. I can either do what I'm going to do, which is go in there and stop him from hurting his daughter, or I can do something else. Well, because I go in there and I do that, how I handle that situation, it can turn into that man dies, that right. man gets grievously injured, and so then the news starts playing, and so that that's character stories his ends and we go to android b and because of the events of what happened with android a unless of course they do a this is all happening at the same time kind of timeline you you know you would think in this world that it would what you did with a is going to affect how people view b the trailers that i've seen for this game um it's it makes me feel like it's linear like uh what you watched with the guy having the android take care of his daughter. Um, that scene, one, you have a, the option of going into the room and trying to stop him because his orders were to protect her, watch her. Um, you could choose not to and listen to him and the daughter dies. Or you could choose to and like... You escape with the girl and he's like yelling at you or, you know, he dies. You know, there's many different plausible ways of it going down. Um, But like, you know, if it goes to news and uh, Android B is watching it while he's doing something. uh, Well, you have a new option of um, decisions. (laughs) And so forth and so on. Uh, One of the trailers that I saw was that uh, android from the um, 
little girl and the dad uh, is walking down the street in the rain and all these androids are looking at her like, why isn't she following protocol? (laughs) And everyone that she passes that realizes she's not following protocol is affected by it. Like, wait, if she's not following protocol, does that mean we don't have to follow protocol? (laughs) I would say taking the current state of games, huh? I would say watch the game be uh, you play as the main character and all the other characters, all the other awakened androids, DLC. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck you, dude. Hopefully not. I could see that. I really could see that. I mean, not that I would enjoy that, but I could see that happening. But yeah, like that 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 kind of world could be good, but at the same time it could be really really fucking bad. Like you could like you could end up having to play through that game 20 different times just to, you know, you don't like the way it ended. Like it ends with humanity being overthrown by androids and completely enslaved or something or androids all being destroyed or isolated or, you know, it could end up with you know, a whole bunch of other shit. Right. But like that's where it makes me think of uh, this show called Humans. Um, there are these, uh, I think it's five androids that were made special. And one of all five of them actually uh, have a bit of code in them to awaken all the other synthetics that were made so that every synthetic could have emotion like they do. And, you know, the whole plot, you know, how it boils down, eventually, you know, shit gets out there and it goes crazy batshit. But, yeah, this game, Detroit, makes me think of that. Like... Maybe maybe that one character has that bit of code when she's walking by is going into these other synthetics. How long do you think before games start uh, tapping into the Matrix-style thing where the androids just take over? Um, Next week. How long does it usually take you to poop? Two and a half minutes. All right, there you go. Well, I was going to say, talk, talking about synths and... Detroit. I mean, there's been plenty of other games and, and other media, really, that has had sense in it. Um, Fallout 4. F- yeah, Fallout 4. Uh, we've already the, talked about Battlestar Galactica. Yep. Doctor Who, even. Yep, um, Daleks. The humanoid yeah, Daleks. Daleks, Cybermen. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's all sorts of them. Absolutely. I mean, it, it's one of those uh, those elements in entertainment that that's rebranded remolded but like you said it's it all seems to fall back to that one guy (laughs) yeah yeah it does well it brings me on to something else kind of kind of another thought process of not necessarily um cyborgs but or, or not necessarily androids but kind of augmented humans or cyborgs have you guys had a chance to check out the show that's on Netflix called Altered Carbon? I have not. Not yet. No, but I've been trying to convince the doctors that use me for a test guinea pig to put some altered, you know, pieces in me. I want some damn repairs. Altered Carbon uh, is, and Damox probably gonna be like, no, fucking horrible. Uh, Altered Carbon is, I don't want to say unique, 
But as soon as I watched it, like the first episode, first thought that came across my mind as I started watching as as the episode unfolded was Blade Runner. And I have no clue why. I don't know whether they were trying to go for that or whether it just turned into that, but it's it's a very gritty world. It's a very kind of um kind of kind of cyberpunky world that uh it's got a lot of life to it. it and it's interesting how they start the show off because kind of like Shadowrunish. Yeah. Well, they start the show off with showing you a, a scene that happens and then they flash forward to seemingly this guy same guy waking up but in a different body and it's like 250 years later so this guy is in this world and he really doesn't know all that much like about the world because it's 250 years later but he knows a little bit about it he knows enough about it to get by um but the way that they introduce the world is very fragmented and very confusing so you almost feel as confused as this guy and then it starts to unfold a little bit more, and you start to learn a little bit more about this guy. But it really unfolds very confusingly. And I think I'm three episodes in right now, and i got to say I'm hooked. Is this guy's name Fry? No, it is not Fry. And there was not a dog left in front of a pizza place waiting for him. Way to make me cry, dude. <laughs> God. No, Altered Carbon, it just it kind of gave me the, the same vein. It's not quite um, Android, Cyborg, stuff like that, but they use an augmented technology to kind of download the brain into a chip that is implanted in, I think, almost everybody, and then you can upload your consciousness back into another body. It's really interesting the way that they've got it unfolding. There's a lot more to the story. Nice. Sort of surrogates. Yeah, well, not so much surrogate. It's... Well, surrogates was kind of like a VR assist, but... Yeah. This is literally, you are downloaded to this chip, and when you die, you can get uploaded into another body. Um, Man, if I, if, I, if I got myself downloaded a shit ton of chips, I could be a botnet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, shit, why not? <laughs> a really crappy one. That would be interesting. And they'll all start saying in sync, wouldn't it be funny if? Wouldn't it be funny if? Yeah, and then all of a sudden, wouldn't it be funny? You would find Cecil committing genocide to all sorts of people. The the D malware. <laughs> yeah, the the D ware. That's what we're just gonna call it, the D ware. Giggity. That should be on a. Uh, that should be put on a shirt. Yeah, we're gonna have to market that quick. Somebody trademark that. Done. Well. We've kept, we've gotten to the point of the show where we have got to get to questions from the audience, and uh, we actually have had a pretty slow little month here where uh, where not too many people have been asking some questions. Um, I'm, um, I'm going to blame a whole lot of alcohol on my part. I I, I think Matt Man asked us a question. I think I'm I'm not entirely certain of whether to take it as a question. Oh, was the, actually you know what there was a question from Matt Man. Murder, death, kill. What was that question? Is it murder, kill, or it's no, it's kill, fuck, marry. Kill, fuck, marry. Now, I'm not really 100% yes. sure how that question goes, but I'm assuming we have to name somebody that we would kill, somebody that would fuck, and somebody would marry. Oh, oh, so it's not like a necrophilia thing. You're not killing and then fucking marry. <laughs> yes. So what we're, what we're going well, to, what I, I'm going to do is we're going to, we're going to, each their own, man. We're going to, 
we're gonna mess with this question and we're gonna make it uh, gaming related. So I like where your head's you kill? at. I like where your head's at. Who'd you marry? And who'd you fuck in a video game? Yeah. So video game character. Who would you marry? Who would you fuck? And who would you kill? And ironically, it can be the same person if you so desire. <laughs> like that chick right. from Tomb Raider. I would bang the hell out of her, and then I would just punch her head loose. <laughs> punch her polygons off. Yeah. Oh God. So, who, uh, Cecil, you want to take a stab at this first? Yeah. Okay. I could. I could do this. So, who would I? Who would I marry? Who would I fuck? Who would I kill? Man, there's been a lot of video game characters out there. You know what? I'm probably gonna go with. Uh, we'll go with the easy one. I'll go with fuck. Um, and she would probably rip me in two, but I would be okay with it. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with a, with one of my favorites. I'm going to go with Samus Aran. I'd bang the hell out of her. I mean, she'd rip me in two and she'd probably blow my head off with that damn blaster on her arm. <laughs> that or a friggin' suit would like go all ape shit and be like, protect the unit and like just wrap around me and choke me out. <laughs> but yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd bang Sarah, Samus Aran. I've never been a, I've, I've never been a big fan of blondes, but uh, yeah, I think I I think I'd I'd go for that. Hold on, Samus Aran though, the position she could get into by the altered DNA. Oh yeah, she could like scroll up in that ball. I wouldn't know what the hell I was doing, <laughs> or where I was doing it. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Call it a fruit roller again. That would be harmful to me because she might expect that I do Ooh. the same thing, and I would just. You know, be a puddle on the ground. Not like a good puddle, like, ah, that felt good. More like a, a broken <laughs> puddle of, like, bone and sinew and just blood. That would just be me. Yeah, so I'd, I'd bang Samus Aaron. Um, who would I fuck? Or, oh, sorry, who would I kill? Who would I marry? I don't know, I'd probably, I'd probably have to go with something lame like Laura Croft for Mary. Cause she's got money. She'd probably drag me out places and go, like, adventuring and stuff. And I think that, you know, well, I, again, I'd probably die at early death. Because I like sit on Midas's hand and turn into gold or something like that, but <laughs> you know, I, I yeah, I, I'd go with that. Who would I kill? Who could I kill? I think is the real question. Hmm. That's a tough one. Who would I kill? You know what, Doctor Wiley, that fucker. I would kill him. I I, I would beat him bloody. I, I I'd go all like Sin City on him, where that dude just like ripped his <laughs> cock off and then just. Beat his face into a pulp. Oh, I do shit. that to Doctor Wiley. Okay, guy's an asshole. All right, I've, I've choked out mine. So, uh, Blue Shark, what about you? Um, so I'd have to say, um, Blue Shark has to go. No, no, I don't. It's not that I have to go. Um, if I had to pick this, let's see, I would. Fuck Laura Croft, because why not? What a time um, to walk in. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, so I, I'd fuck Laura Croft. Um, I'm going to go with who I'm going to kill. And it, she annoyed the crap out of me in uh, Mega Man 64, but it's uh, Tron uh, Bone? Or Tron Bond or Tron Bone, something like that. She's one... Tron Bond, yeah, the the female pirate. Yeah. She was really annoying. Um then I'd have to say uh go with the badass that you're going to if you're going to marry someone, you can still go on adventures with and you know, we kill space pirates, you know. This is just, you know, this is all fun is uh, Samus Aran. 
Yeah, but then you'd have to get a spacesuit, and and you'd have to find one that fits. And you're asking for you you're talking like this is a bad thing. Come on, like you get like a spacesuit with this fucking arm cannon. Like, come on, she can put it. She can put a good word in for me with those. Uh, how you call? It? How do you pronounce it? Chos. Yeah, Chozos. I. But the thing is, Chozo. you'd have to hope that you can get a suit like that. Otherwise, you're roaming around in like this weird spacesuit. That like if it gets a tear in it, all of a sudden you're decompressing and your nope. eyeballs are popping out of your nope. head. No, the the Federation they had good suits. But then you got to join the Federation, and who say they're gonna let you in? Nah, I can just steal that shit. What? Just because you do CrossFit, the Federation is gonna let you in? I don't know about that, <laughs> man. That's good. That's no, I can there. just steal the suits. I ain't gonna join, man. These these CrossFit fools and their arrogance, man. <laughs> hold on, hold on, if. If he's marrying uh, Samus Aaron, she'd probably, like, you know, splice her DNA into him. I mean, I know Tybo and everything, but, uh, I mean, seriously, I, I ain't getting no good Federation suit. I'm going to get that bargain basement. I'm going to get the one that Mal from Firefly gets. <laughs> like, like I'm going to be Worf out there on the friggin' Starship Enterprise with a big hole in it, and I'm going to use a Borg thing to tie it up so I don't die. That's going to be me. And once right. again, Damoc is depressed that I've never seen Firefly. And then we gotta watch it. So Cyberblood, <laughs> your turn. What's All you right. Got? All right. Fuck. Final Fantasy fifteen. Cindy. Okay. Good yeah. choice. Yeah. Really yeah. good choice. Right. Um, um. Yeah. All right. I'm there. I got that. I'm there. Uh, Mary. Final Fantasy seven. Tifa. Very good choice. Kill. I always love killing Kefka. Absolutely always love killing Kefka. That's that's a good choice. You know what? Yeah. Actually, can I take mine back? I want to fuck and kill Kefka because I want to <laughs> pound him in the ass and punch his head loose. Like, I want to take that back. I want to do that. Can I take that back? I can't take it back, can I? No, I can't take it back. All right. So who's Kefka? Back in the basement, Blue Shark. Back into the basement. And this, and this is where Blue um, Shark gets tied back up and doesn't oh, get to come hey, out. Hey, I've been. Hey, hey, we we did it because of the Twitter thing. I'm behaving. So screw you. Kefka <laughs> is the main villain of Final Fantasy VI, and okay. he was an evil-looking clown motherfucker that sapped espers like so many espers of all of their essence and just left them to rot. Yep, empty husks. He's successfully destroyed a good part of the world. He is just... Okay. Like, imagine the biggest cock in the world. We this can't guy say his name. Is I'd, I'd rather than not. That. We can't say his name. He's, he's like if the Joker succeeded. I'd, I'd rather not. He's like if the Joker did meth and succeeded. Wait, the Joker wasn't doing meth? No, no, no. He was a heroin actor. That's the sick part. Total heroin. Oh, okay. All right, D, you're up. Who would it be? Well, dang. I had them all set, but you know, one of these matches, uh, Zybers, well, I'd marry Tifa in Final Fantasy VII. You know, she's, she, she, she's got the goods. Right? Hell yes. I do Eris because you don't have to get caught because the problem will sort itself. Thanks, Ephraim. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. That was horrible. That was absolutely horrible. But, I mean, you don't have to use a condom, yes. so I guess, yeah. We went there. <laughs> and I, 
And I'd uh, I'd kill Princess Peach because you know I ain't saving your ass again. No, fuck off. Tired of finding you <laughs> not in the castle I'm in. Oh, you shit. know what? The uh, if if when I was originally thinking about this question, I was like, are we gonna what universe we're we gonna put this in? We're we gonna put this in real world. It really should be video games. And I was like, ah, damn it, there goes my kill. Because you know what? It was it was gonna be the fucking people from the Jersey Shore. Just that that thing that thing popped up in my Google news feed and I was like button, I am not interested in this shit. Done. Alright, well there you go, Madman. You got all of our picks. I hope uh I hope we, we nailed at least somebody that you enjoyed. So I have one last question that I actually stole from somebody that I was perusing through Twitter. Now I'm not gonna say I was stalking them, but I was kinda stalking them. Oh, Batmanda. Batmanda, yeah. Batmanda Marie. I follow her on uh, Instagram. Yeah, so she came up with a question that I'm sure she's maybe she stole from somewhere, maybe not, but I stole it from her. That's just what it boils down to. So the question was, if your car traveled at light speed, or sorry, the speed of light, would your headlights still work? Would you be able to actually tell, though, because the human eye can only perceive things moving so fast. So if it's moving at the speed of light, would you actually be able to tell the difference if they were on or off? Well, that's answering a question with a question. That's uh, that's kind of a dick move. Hey, 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 hey. I have a master's degree, and that says that I can answer any question with a question. <laughs> well, shit, now i got to go get my master's degree so I can start questioning your questions with another question. Then we get an infinite loop of questions, but and the show goes on forever. Insert drop mic. Unless you have a doctorate, and then you can give a certain answer. But hold on. <laughs> Isn't answering questions with questions how you get into an English uh, grumble fest? <clears throat> <laughs> yes. Well, I want to say that an English grumble fest might be exactly what we need on this show. <laughs> so is the uh is is the consensus no <laughs> i don't know how to fucking answer this question i would say you wouldn't be able to perceive that's i would say no because of physics fuck physics i'm gonna say yes you know what i'm gonna go against all you motherfuckers i'm gonna go against the question answerer or the question questioner and and the person spouting physics i'm gonna say fuck it these headlights that I got on there, they're freaking super halogen. Their their light is traveling faster than my light speed. So, yeah, you're going to fucking see that. They're going to work. You, you know what I'm going to say? You know what? You know, people who drive with halogen halogen bulbs, fuck yeah. you. Actually, wait a second. Hold on. Let's backtrack for a second here. If you're yeah. traveling at the speed of fucking light, what the hell does it matter if you have your headlights on? You're not going to be able to see. Whatever you hit, you're going to hit so violently and so splatterily, it won't matter. Wow, my headlights <laughs> didn't work. I couldn't see the fucking thing. Okay, so what? You're still a smear. You can't steer anyways because you can't move at the speed of light. And once again, this all just comes right back to Blue Shark. All right. No, because actually physics actually does have an answer for this without a question. So. All right, somebody gag Blue Shark again. All right. He's back in the basement, back in the basement. This time... This time, leave the tarantulas alone. Or in the closet. <laughs> well, scorpions. I thought they were scorpions. You killed all the scorpions. I didn't see no spiders. You know what? It was a beautiful eulogy for Bob. Oh, poor Bob. Bob. We didn't invite Blue Shark. Uh, you going back in the basement. Battery-operated boyfriend? Every girl should have one. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say every Blue Shark should have one. <laughs> 
No. No, thank you. Moving on. So, Blue Shark, where can people find you at, man? <laughs> you can find me not trapped in a basement. Um, you can find me on Twitter uh, at Blue Shark Forty Five. You can also find me on Twitch at or twitch.tv slash the blue shark 45 mixer.com slash blue shark 45 and on the gna podcast uh discord very nice and also on the gna podcast uh mixer twitch periscope and all that stuff when uh, you feel so inclined to share some stuff on a pre-show yep d where can people find you at man they can find me on youtube at microbrew gamers with a z instead of an s you can also find me at microbrew uh, gamers with a Z instead of an S dot com. I'm a website. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, uh, occasionally on Twitch, uh, but mostly on the uh, GNA podcast and also on Facebook. Very nice. Zombie Blood, where can people watch at? All right. First off, D, you deliver it better than that uh, asshole we had out on uh, last week. Oh, much better. Um, Yeah. But you can find me cruising around on my Instagram, on uh, my Twitter but mostly in the GNA Discord. Um, if you want a game, it's uh, on Steam and pretty much every platform, Zyberblood, that's Z-Y-B-E-R-B-L-O-O-D. Very cool. And I am Cecil Xavier, your host. You can find me at Cecil versus Games on Twitter because some asshole took Cecil Xavier and I can't get it back from him. Uh, you can find me on Twitch mixer youtube all at cecil xavier i'm also perusing around and hanging out on the gna podcast uh twitch mixer youtube and periscope and all that fun stuff uh you can find me on facebook at cecil xavier pretty much you can find me at cecil xavier almost everywhere the only place that i'm different on is playstation and uh take the eye out of xavier long story aol 10 characters yada 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 anywho we hope you enjoyed the show don't forget to rate review and subscribe on iTunes. Uh, reviews help people find the show. So if you enjoy it, help other people enjoy it. Let them find it. Give us a review. Let us know. Um, let us know if we're doing good, bad, whatever. We still want to hear from you no matter what. We want uh, we want any any and all criticism. Um, so you can also find us on Android with Google Play Music, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Player FM, Spreaker, MyTuner, Your Listen, wherever the hell else you want to try to find us. If you can't find us there, let us know. We'll upload there. We have no problems. We'll get it there, too. You can follow us on Twitter, at GNA Podcast, or join our Discord chat. See the pinned tweet. We're also on Facebook. Uh, just search GNA Podcast or at GNA Podcast. You'll find us. Join the group. We try to post uh, things like news and, uh, and other interesting events. We've been posting our event calendar up there, so when we have an event coming up, we post it there. Typically, it goes up there first, uh, even before our Discord. Anime night. Anime night, yeah. Anime night uh, is going to be keep continues to get posted up there. Uh, we're changing it up for next week, or this week coming up when you listen to this. Uh, we, and as always, we love guests. Yeah. I'm looking for you, Yui Bowl. Oh, fuck oh you, you fucking really? asshat. Really? <laughs> We've gone he so goddamn fucking long. Couldn't even let me get through the whole outro. We've gone so fucking long without mentioning all. God damn. This is why we can't have nice things. Uh, we're a proud member of the Ninja Pancake community. Uh, check out some of our good friends podcasts as well that we support. Uh, three-player co-op and we need to talk. Go check them out. They're great. Uh, we listen to them. We hang out with them. So we support them. Uh, we've had, uh, I think, each of them on the show, too. 
Email us at GNA Podcast at GNA in your DNA dot one with questions, comments, death threats. We don't care. We'd love to hear from you. We've also partnered up with Humble Bundle. We uh, we're going to be starting to load that out there along with our new website, which should be coming in the which should be coming soon in the next couple of weeks. So Humble Bundle has partnered up with us. We do our Steam Code giveaways, and those Steam Codes come directly from Humble Humble Bundle typically. Now, I'm so drunk, I'm sure I'm screwing up the words Humble Bundle, and I'm going to keep saying Humble Bundle until I get it either horribly right Humble or bundle. horribly wrong. Bumble Bundle. Humble Bundle. Rablet. Where you can get great games at a discount and help all of charity. Yeah, yeah, Humble Bundle's pretty cool. And we give away on all of our GNA Game Show Nights, which we've got another one coming up here. Yep. 17. And I have a... Uh, uh, big old package of uh, some, I would say, A titles to give away. Yeah, I uh, I think I can call this one out. If we get the same thing, we get a room filled up, I'm going to have Dead by Daylight to give away this time around. I have Dead by Daylight as well to give away. Ooh, maybe we'll have two Dead by Daylights to give away. I have, We have two of everything you have to give away. Well, I'm not giving away everything. I know. I kept some of them. Well. Some of mine. Well, thank you guys for once again joining me on the show. I always appreciate having you on. Plus, it gives me somebody to drunken ramble to. And uh, after a week like this, totally need drunken rambling. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Happy to be I, here. Uh, I wrecked my car. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a hell of a week. It's just good you're you're all right, man. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Glad you're in one piece. Or, well. Mostly. I mean, how many pieces are you? I mean, it's still relatively. One or round one, right? Well, uh, the outside at least uh, looks looks right. I mean, I have the right amount of fingers and toes. Inside, I think pieces might have been sneezed out or something. Yeah, right. Have a good night, guys. Have a good night. You too, man. Night all. Might need to slow down on the drinking, though, there, bud. No, it's all good. I got another bottle.